When you wake up in the morning and the alarm gives out a warning you don't think you'll ever make it on time. By the time you grab your books and you give yourself a look you're at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by it's alright cause you're listening to episode 57 of It's an Adventure with Daniel and Victor. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. This includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You can donate to this podcast on Anchor. And if you like this podcast, tell a friend. You're about to get screeched. Enjoy this week's episode. Saved by the Bell is a bad show. It is a bad show. Because uh, we're... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'll just say that all of the sitcoms that are made for children that appear uh, as Saturday morning programming or on such networks like the Disney Channel and yeah. Nickelodeon... All of those shows are trash, and we deserve better as kids. Yeah, I need to... That's the thing. I need to go back and see if um, shows like Even Stevens are actually good. <laughs> well, actually, Or Lizzie McGuire. I've heard Lizzie McGuire's pretty good. Uh, it, it's not... It, it holds up? It Kind of. I feel like the writers actually tried with those shows. Yeah. And those shows are different. They're not like the, the multicam sitcom. Like yeah, yeah. Is like these guys, they use like a single cam and That's Lizzie McGuire true. had her little doodle that would do the narration every now and then between scenes. Yeah, because neither of them had a laugh track. Yeah, neither yeah. of them. I, and I don't know how, I don't think either of those shows would have, like, it would become incomprehensible yeah. if you added a laugh track. I don't know why certain shows added laugh track. I don't know why Scooby-Doo had a laugh track. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I forgot. Yeah, it had a, it laugh, had track. a laugh track. Oh, well, I mean, I think that's because um, most of those shows, like back in the day, yeah. were actually filmed in front of a live studio yeah, they were, audience. Yeah. So then when things kept going... Yeah. Um, they just kept adding a laugh track and yeah. like Flintstones, Flintstones also had, had a, a laugh, laugh track. track, but they were all animated sitcoms. Yeah. Like you look at their format and it's just very mundane except prehistoric times. Yeah. You I, know, I'm going to start adding laugh tracks to the podcast, <laughs> the podcast, especially when one of my joke bombs. Yeah. Or I say something particularly offensive or racist. Right. Just add a laugh track. I'm going to remember the fucking time <laughs> code and add in <laughs> something <laughs> racist. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, real quick before we uh, continue down this line, uh, apparently Justin Trudeau's brown face thing is like way worse in context. Oh, what's the context? Well, because he's running against someone who's Sikh, <laughs> so like <laughs> that comes up. That's so bad. Because <laughs> yeah, I was listening to a Canadian podcast, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, this comes out right when he's running against." A Sikh yeah. politician. Oh, you, then you definitely know somebody on the other side was digging into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally that shit. Oh, someone came. Yeah. When that someone happened. was like, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, goddamn. Oh, brown face. Uh, but um, no. Did you ever watch like those videos, Big Bang Theory without the laugh track? No. Big Bang Theory gives me nosebleeds, dude. That show's atrocious. Yeah. Well, it's. Every, after every sentence, there is like 30 seconds of silence <laughs> and the characters look at each other or at the camera <laughs> and they continue. It becomes so disturbing. It's like you have Sheldon say, Bazinga! Yeah. Silence. Well, no, because it is. I think one of them is one of them is called like 
or not Saved by the Bell, but Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But Sheldon is a sociopath. <laughs> and then you realize without the laugh track. Yeah. I think they did that with Friends, like Ross. Yeah. Also, they took that, the laugh track with them. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest, I never watched Friends. I'm not interested in the show. Yeah. But the clips of Friends without the laugh track still made me chuckle. <laughs> like, I had a hearty chuckle from some of those. And with Big Bang Theory, I felt just creeped out by yeah. it. You know? At least with Friends, because I grew up watching Friends. I'm yeah. biased. I've never watched an episode. They, uh, the actors were, all of them had great chemistry. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the laughs would, would come from, like, just their reactions and shit and how they would, uh, like, the faces that would make to, they would make, their performances were just really great. Right. I modeled myself after Chandler Bing. Oh, okay. I realize now. Yeah. He was my, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be like this guy, <laughs> which is a, uh, maybe I should have rethought that. See, I grew up with Frasier and Seinfeld. Those are great Those shows. were the two. And, like, Frasier, I laugh, I still laugh really hard yeah. without the laugh track. Yeah. Because you know? Frasier, the way that the character, he's like this hoity-toity, you know, like, upper class smart dude yeah who's a therapist so obviously like the writing has to be has to match him and have to be somewhat clever oh yeah and then well and then also can't just yeah, yeah go ahead go ahead piggybacking because there was an interview with david hyde pierce the guy who played niles and he's like yeah when i first read the script i thought the writers were idiots because i'm like oh you have fraser and niles and they're the same person yeah and then you see the show, and it, it that that was my argument when people were like, "Oh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange are the exact same thing." Yeah. Look at Fraser and Niles, and on paper, they're the same, and they still have the same yeah. issues and everything. But one is cranked up to eleven, and you see them feeding off of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like w- again, when you watch Doctor Strange and Iron Man, um, even though they're very similar and kind of cut from the same cloth, yeah you see their massive differences when they're actually speaking to each other. Yeah, definitely. It's been it's been a while since I've seen an episode of Fraser. I, I would watch it because it was in syndication. Yeah, oh yeah. And it would just be the only thing that would that would be on. Uh, did you hear that Seinfeld is coming to Netflix 2021? Uh, oh, like, like OG Seinfeld? OG Seinfeld. Okay, they're, they're remaking it? Yeah, they're remaking <laughs> it. And uh, a fucking Kramer's less racist this time around. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the, well, yeah, they're, they're they're getting rid of the office and they're getting rid of Friends and they're getting Seinfeld. Yeah, because of that uh, Peacock NBC Universal yeah, streaming. Peacock. Dude, yeah. Are you, gonna get, are you gonna watch the cock? My Peacock cock. I think I, I'm gonna watch the cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't see that. That is that's kind of big, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, basically, what Netflix is banking on is like, okay, we're getting rid of these two shows. And replacing them with this one show, yeah, and I think that's a that's a fair trade because I enjoy Friends. I haven't really seen The Office, but yeah. I fucking love Seinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like if you want to know how to do comedy on TV, and like just how to do TV in general, watch yeah. Seinfeld. It's literally one of the greatest TV shows ever. And there is kind of a follow up to Seinfeld called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Which is just hilarious. Larry David just going through life being Larry David. <laughs> well, and it's like the same. He's not evil or mean, yeah. but he very much he's super petty. Yeah, and most of the time doesn't care about the people around him. Yeah, I remember I, I took a, a comedy writing class in, in law when I went to Cal State Long Beach, and we saw an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, and I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, ever. really? Yeah, and. uh 
the end of that episode had me fucking laughing. What what episode was it? It was one where uh, Larry, he's, I don't fucking remember, like, the exact plot, but one of the characters was, uh, he was a cook, and he had, like, a, a barcode on his hand. Oh, on yes. His arm. So he thought, Larry <laughs> Day was all like, he's, he's a survivor, like, I have to be nice to him. He's, he's and he had Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. And so he would yell stuff out. And then at the end of the episode, Larry David started yelling stuff out. He and becomes then, Spartacus. Yeah, and everybody yeah. else in the audi- in the fucking restaurant starts yelling out too. Like there's this old man that yells out, "Boycott, girl, cock, e i e i o," and I thought that was the funniest shit in the world. Like I was laughing so hard, and then yeah. like we had to continue with the lecture. Yeah. But I kept thinking about the episode, and I was laughing. still laughing about yeah. it. Um, if you haven't seen an episode of Frasier in a while, uh, look up. I think it's season six called Three Valentines. Yeah. Um. The first, because it's like three short stories. Yeah. There's the first one is Niles, and he's getting ready for a Valentine's date, and he notices a wrinkle on his pants. Yeah. And him trying to fix it leads to him burning the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Just like one of those domino effects. Yeah. It's so, like, and zero dialogue. Yeah. Like all physical comedy. Yeah. Because um, that, that was the main thing. To, like I said, I haven't seen a. Uh, Frazier in a while, but that was like the the main dynamic that they had is that Frazier and Niles were really similar. Yeah. So that they're, they're kind of like both alphas, and when you get like two <laughs> alphas together, then that's like where the cl- the clash starts. And they were siblings. Yeah. So there's that whole rival rivalry going on He's <laughs> to see like who the smartest was, who like the most refined yeah. brother was. Because I think they're both alpha in their in their world, in their but world. they're very much beta males. Yeah, beta males, <laughs> fucking nerdy white. <laughs> yeah, educated men, but um, because Frasier is a spinoff of Cheers. Yeah, and that's where like Frasier is actually in like Boston and everything. Yeah, I think someone put it best where Niles is Frasier if he just never went to Boston. Yeah, and is stuck in high society. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, yo, welcome to it's an adventure. My name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farius. Uh, let's go down the because you you didn't hear about what happened to Screech after. I kind of did. He, we were talking about it early before the podcast started. He became the first incel, kind, like, yeah, kind, kind of, of. Well, one of the first incels, especially in the sense that oh, especially sorry, especially in the sense that he, uh, it's all his personality, yeah, and like I think women would be willing to date him and yeah. hang out with him, but he just views himself, he views the world as like hating him, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about that. We have a message and then a, uh, I'm just going to read this headline. We're going to do this one later. It's fucking Christ. <laughs> Piece of shit. I love shit. that headline. Uh, here, the headline is Ukrainian dwarf adopted by American couple who claims she was an adult sociopath uh, masquerading as a child is now living in Indiana with a new devout Christian family <laughs> of five who <laughs> believe she was abandoned by them. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's the movie Orphan. Yes. <laughs> so first off, uh, Screech. I'm on Looper right now. Yeah. Trouble with Dustin Diamond is his real name. Dustin he Diamond. doesn't look... He. Grew, he doesn't look oh, terrible. He that's, looks that's definitely a mugshot. Th- oh, that's a mugshot. Yeah. Well, I mean, the title is Trouble with the Law, <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't look. He's not hideous or no, anything. He he's grew not. into him. He I, listen. He looks forty years older than yeah he should. But um, here we go. Despite his many efforts to maintain a show business career 
which you'll read about, which you'll read all about in a moment. Diamond is arguably best known these days for his periodic run-ins with the law. He was arrested in December 2014, and I read one account where it was like actually Christmas Day. Oh shit! For allegedly stabbing a man with a switchblade during an altercation in a bar. What the fuck? Charges for which he was later found guilty and sentenced to four months in jail. Oh shit! He was released after three months, but ended up back in the who's Gow. Oh, fuck me. What a weird... <laughs> that's a real word. Huskow, in May 2016, arrested again pending an investigation into suspected violations of his parole. Oh, my God. What's wrong, Streets? What happened? It's weird because, like, he was the... In the show, he was the innocent one. He was. He was little nerdy Screech. And... And every now and then, his voice would crack. <laughs> and... Um, you think that his voice cracked when you stabbed that guy? <laughs> like, get away from me! <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it's funny because Mark Paul Glazer, who plays uh, fucking what's his name, Zach Zach, Zach yeah. Morris, who we were talking about, this before, is a bully. Yeah, like he's a terrible. I think they're rebooting this shit on Peacock. He, they are. He's gonna be governor. Yeah. And then send all the kids to Bayside <laughs> High. <laughs> but in real life, I think he's like has a family. Yeah. And like stays out of the split because I don't hear about him except for his time he was on that one yeah, sitcom. I think every now and then he pops up on shows, not big shows, like not big network shows, but no, 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 no. Shows like on TNT or TBS. Where he like as a recurring guest yeah, re- character recurring or guest. And they always talk about whenever, because I go to the movies a lot, and yeah. I watch the uh, the newbie presentation that they have before. Okay. You know how Maria Menounos, if you go to AMC, she talks to you, yeah. like, hello there, I'm Maria Menounos. Mm-hmm. I always see him like there talking about a new show that he's doing on TBS or TNT, and then they always ask him about Saved by the Bell. Yeah. It's not like, oh, what about Saved by the Bell? You can just kind of be like, you can tell that he's like, oh my god, they're gonna I'm ask done me with about this. this fucking show. Well, yeah, let me, because uh, let me show you this bit parts. As Diamond worked to find his footing in Hollywood after Saved by the Bell had run its course, he booked a series of brief appearances in productions like Long Shot, Jane White is Sick and Twisted, and Big Fat Liar. <laughs> Don't remember him in uh, Big Fat Liar. <laughs> uh, Big Fat is that with Jim Carrey? Can be completely honest. No, I, that's liar, liar. That's liar, liar. Yeah, yeah. I get that one confused with the Paul Giamatti, Frankie Muniz gotcha, gotcha. show. Um, like a lot of actors, irrevocably tied to a single character, <laughs> he also ended up using his notoriety as a springboard into appearances as himself, showing up on The Weakest Link, <laughs> Celebrity Boxing Two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And Hollywood Squares, among many others. <laughs> I think he was on um, Celebrity, th- like the Biggest Loser or something. The this VH1 show where there was a bunch of celebrities that tried to lose weight. Oh yeah, and he was just the biggest dick. Like one yeah. of the one of the judges blew up on him. Yeah, and uh, I remember watching this on Best Week Ever. You remember Best Week Ever on VH1? Yes, it was like kinda, I remember it exists, but I don't really. It was like one it. of those like YouTube shows. It was like pre YouTube where they would find everything, or like kind of pre Tosh point oh, yeah, where they find everything on the internet and uh, then yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. present it, and they have a bunch of comedians joke about it. Right. Uh, I remember back then I saw this clip of 
this judge blowing up on Screech <laughs> and just being like, I will fuck you up. Yeah. And then Screech going like, I will challenge you to physical combat. Yeah. I will. I, and then talking about how he knows Kung Fu and shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, Screech, man. The it, times I've not been good to you. It's like when Steven Seagal said, I cannot be choked out. You cannot choke me out. <laughs> And then some actual judo master started choking him out. And then Steven Seagal goes <laughs> and shat his pants. <laughs> so he was technically correct he that was? he couldn't get choked out. But Oh, man. Steven Seagal's a horrible person, too. Oh, he's terrible. I've heard horrible stories. Yeah, I have a Steven Seagal thing planned for the future. Cool. Yeah. Um. So uh, you... you reminded me of this uh it worked for paris hilton and kim kardashian so why shouldn't making a sex tape give dustin diamond a career yes boost? that seems to have been the thinking <laughs> behind screeched saved ah, by the smell what the <laughs> fuck that's not the name of, is, is that the real that's name? what it is oh my god uh, a 2006 movie directed by diamond in which he's seen having sex on camera with a pair of women needless to say didn't have the desired impact <laughs> <laughs> and years later, he claimed he wasn't even in the sex scenes. As Diamond told Oprah Winfrey, he used a stunt double in his <laughs> steed. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's that's hilarious. The fact that Screech a has porno. a stunt double for a porno, for a porno, like, <laughs> dude, just do it. Yeah, well, just go all the way. Isn't part of being in porno actually having sex with yeah. women? I remember, yeah, because I, I, I think I saw clips of it yeah. on YouTube because people were just making fun of it. And it was just these girls making out. Yeah. And then he would turn the camera on himself and be like, maybe you'll watch me. And then he'll point down to like his crotch area. Yeah. And then we'd all be like, no, I hope we don't. I hope we really don't. I don't want to see your, your screech dick. Uh, I'm going to read this one and then skip ahead. Between film and TV projects, Diamond pursued a career as a stand-up comic. Oh. A life that, as any comedian will tell you, can take its toll on even the funniest among us. Yep. Finding it difficult to land plum booking bookings in major clubs, Diamond has occasionally turned to less reputable work in order to increase his profile. His screech sex tape was reportedly produced in the hopes of... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And although those schemes have generally ended in screech-like failure... <laughs> He's remained on the comedy circuit for decades. Say what you will, but that's impressive. And fair enough, anyone lasting. Yeah. Even if they're not making it, anyone lasting that long. That long. But yeah. they have a YouTube video, and it's called Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screeched from Saved by the <laughs> Bell stand-up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip to one that I think you might like. Um in a career checkered with odd objects, Diamond's involvement with Hulk Hogan's celebrity championship <laughs> wrestling might be one of the oddest. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, did he wrestle? Broadcast for a single season in 2008, the CMT, why was it on the country music why? Uh, oh, okay. television show, uh, found Hogan presiding over a series of contenders whose ranks <laughs> included Frank Stallone, Different Strokes actor Todd Bridges, singer T Tiffany, and basketball legend Dennis Rodman, who ultimately claimed the championship after defeating Diamond's team in the final week. I've no... I can't believe this was a thing. I don't... I think what Diamond was probably just led a team. I don't think... Okay. He, he can't wrestle. 
I mean, you can. He definitely can. <sighs> yeah, he was in that wrestling episode of Saved by the Bell. Oh, was he? But the point was that he can't wrestle, <laughs> and he almost died. <laughs> um. Oh, I'd love to see Dustin Diamond get body slammed. Oh yeah. Or frog splashed, or <laughs> or six one nine. That'd be great. Um, I'm going to just skim through this because I already like I can just tell you he also wrote Behind the Bell. Oh wow! Which is a tell-all book. Tell-all book of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Um, what do you say? Did he write anything scandalous? Yeah, I mean, he claimed everyone was, uh, quote, sex, drugs, and wild parties. Wow. Um, but then we also like just a lot of shitty things. Yeah. Because uh, there's a very awkward interview between him and fuck who played Slater. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Thank you. Yeah, and. Mario Lopez is the only one that will talk to him yeah. now because everyone, everyone has like hates him. hates him. <laughs> but you could tell <laughs> he doesn't want to sit in the same room as him. Yeah. Um. But he also claimed that it was the work of a ghostwriter. Oh. So, so kind of pussied out on Again, that one. Again, with like the fucking se- – it was probably his porno stunt double. Yeah, that that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'm not even going to name – say what the name of this subtitle is. Yeah. While he may not have found any opportunities for leading roles in Hollywood, Diamond has a home with the ICP. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the no way! Duo, insane fuck- Clown Posse tapped Diamond to man a stage at their fan festival. He's a fucking juggalo! <laughs> the Gathering of the Juggalos in 2011, making him part of a lineup that also included Charlie Sheen <laughs> and Flavor Flav. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh that sounds like a party i want to go to that uh, show. i told no you we have to go to the insane clown party. yeah we gotta go to what what's their festival it's called, called the gathering of the juggalos <laughs> <laughs> dude no wonder they sent him to jail after he stabbed that guy it's one thing to stab a guy but he's also a juggalo oh he's also a terrorist he's a terrorist that's right yeah um yeah, so that's if you were sitting there wondering whatever happened to Screech from Saved by the Bell, we got you covered. We got you covered. <laughs> oh, I think shit. This, this should be a point. There are some child stars that um, are just some stars. No, they're actually child stars that play are in a show, play a character, and that character is so synonymous with them. Yeah, a lot of times they just bow out. They're just like, yeah, I had my time in the spotlight. Um, caduces like I'm done. Like Shirley Temple, when Shirley Temple grew up, she didn't do shit. Well, she, she worked did, for the UN. She worked for the UN, dude. Yeah. She became like a a badass fucking diplomat. She lady. was yeah, dil- diplomat and philanthropist. Yeah, philanthropist. Uh, Ron Howard went into directing. He won an Oscar for yeah. a Beautiful Mind. Uh, went into directing and also narrating Arrested, uh, Arrested Development, Development, which I think my favorite scenes from Arrested Development are when uh. He's, I think it was, oh, fuck, I'm butchering this. It was, um, they were doing a documentary. Yeah. Or, like, one of those biopic VH1. Yeah. Tell all things about the family. Yeah. And Ron Howard is complaining about how the narrator for that documentary. Yeah. Sucks and never gets his story straight. (laughs) And you could hear his frustration grow throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, all right. So let's uh, Ukraine. 
That's Ukraine, is all dude. fucked up right now. Um, yeah, apparently uh, their president is talking to our president, yeah. and now everybody wants to impeach our president. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So let's... Oh, man, this... Also, Daily Mail is like shit. So I'm gonna. What are you talking about? It's such a reputable website. It's like there's so many like, not bad pop ups. Yeah. But like, I can't see what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there are too many ads. So many ads. Um, all right. So I'm gonna just read the top things and then we'll go off of that. Because it's a long thing. Depending on whom you believe, Natalia Grace Barnett is either a vulnerable 16 year old girl. <laughs> Or a 30-year-old sociopath (laughs) masquerading as a child. Christine Barnett, 45, claimed Natalia, who she was told was six when she adopted her in 2010, (laughs) is actually... (laughs) Oh, my God. That's such a far leap from (laughs) six to fucking 30. God damn. Yeah. So, well, I mean, in 2010, add... 16 wait yeah. but even then from even 6 then. to 20 yeah that's <laughs> like 14 20, years 20, no 20 year olds don't look they like don't 6 look year like, olds no they don't <laughs> uh, is actually an adult sociopath masquerading as a child the mom of 3 and her ex-husband Michael were charged with neglect <laughs> after <laughs> abandoning <laughs> the girl in Lafayette Indiana and moving to Canada in 2013 <laughs> This is Orphan the movie. She yeah. must have tried to like kill the mom and fuck the husband. Yeah. That's well, a- I think there was a part where she tried like why they call her a sociopath is because the daughter or whatever tried pushing her into oh my God. like an evil thing. That's fucking terrible, dude. That's crazy. Um The Mom of Three and her ex uh oh excuse me. Dailymail.com can reveal Natalia is now living with a family of five in Indiana. Natalia's new father figure, 36-year-old Antoine Manns, was recently ordained as a pastor and lives in a former church parsonage with his wife, Cynthia, 39. (laughs) Court records show the Manns applied for legal guardianship of Natalia in 2016, describing her as an alleged incapacitated person who is 13 or 14 years old. The man's even tried to invalidate invalidate the 2012 court decision that declared Natalia was an adult born in 1989. What? What the fuck? You can't can't the government step in and be like, "Okay, we're going to run some DNA tests on you and we're <laughs> going to find out how fucking old you are." But court decision that declared she was born in 1989? How can a court decide what year you're born in? Well, no, but I was saying, like, why would you override that? Yeah. I mean, okay, we need to read more. <laughs> I'm going to skim through this. This is odd. Uh, you know, fuck it. We're going from the beginning. <laughs> Fooling around with her five... Uh, why we're giving, who gives a shit? Three-foot-tall Natalia, who suffers from a rare form of dwarfism, is at the center of an extraordinary criminal case that saw her adoptive parents, Christine and Michael Barnett, Charged with neglect for moving to Canada without her. <laughs> oh my God! We left Macaulay Culkin at we home. Left Macaulay Culkin at home, and he's only thirty-two. <laughs> he's a Ukrainian dwarf. But te- but depending on whom you believe, the bubbly, baby-faced youngster, and they put in quotation marks, youngster. is either a sixteen-year-old g- girl or a thirty-year-old sociopath <laughs> masquerading as a child. 
For in a twist worthy of a Hollywood movie, Christine Barnett claimed in an exclusive interview with the DailyMail.com last week that she can prove Ukrainian-born Natalia is secretly a grown-up suffering from a severe psychiatric illness. Mom of three. Yeah, I don't get... Unless they did a DNA test. Yeah. What does a jury say? What does a jury say? <laughs> you got to go in there and take this woman's blood. You got you to gotta do something, dude. Here we go. Mom of three, Christine, 45, further alleged that her family are the true victims, having been scammed into adopting an adult in 2010, <laughs> <laughs> who went on to terrorize and try to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta. After a while, you gotta <laughs> sit down with this chick and be like, "Okay, man, tell us the truth. Are you thirty? Are you fucking thirty? Are you sixteen? Do they have a picture of this woman? Yeah, what does she think, look uh, like? I'll, let me uh, give me Is one that second. Her? Uh, I think that's her. Oh fuck! Hang on. Gotcha. I'm telling this. I think this is her. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, this can go. That can be in the thirteen or thirty. That she looks be, yeah. really young, though. She does. Because uh, have you been on the thirteen or thirty subreddit? No, I haven't. It's basically for stuff like this, where can she? Is she forty <laughs> five or six? Yeah, you know. And uh, with with the fact that there's she has the dwarfism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see her being thirty years old. I could see that too. But I can also see her being thirteen, sixteen, 16 yeah, thirteen yeah. or whatever. Um, well. Fucking Christ. Yeah. I, she looks a bit... Oh, but I think even then she looks kind of 16. She, yeah, she does. Yeah. She looks a little older. Yeah. All right, let's continue. Can't they go back to that place that they adopt her from, uh, from the Ukraine, and be like, hey, man, like, what's the deal? Like, Yeah. Or, like, how did that... Oh, they'll oh, probably explain it. barely taller than a toddler, it says. Oh, shit. Uh, because of the bone disorder, and that is a long-ass name. <laughs> Spondylope. Hematophagial dysplasia. I mean, yeah, dysplasia. Yeah. I can say. <laughs> um, images posted to social media make clear they treat the. Oh, and they're talking about the uh, the new adoptive family. Yeah, 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 the diminutive female as a child, dressing her in colorful kids' clothes and captioning a photo of Natalia and a young playmate, sweetest best friends ever. <laughs> this is so fucking weird. This is so weird. This is so. This is so weird. Um, a family friend told Daily Mail she considered the mans to be good Samaritans who came across an abandoned child in need of a of help and welcomed her into their hearts. Yeah. Which, I mean, if she's not a very bizarre scam artist, yeah, this is a good ending. Good on them, yeah. But if she is a, a bizarre scam artist, well, yeah. then run, run, abandon her again, and move to Canada. Uh, the, I think this is the dad who's speaking. I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist, but I've spoken with Natalia and I believe her. If you're asking me, I think she's, if you're asking me if I think she is 30, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but how do you, what the fuck is going on? I don't how know. How do you I think believe, I don't believe any six year olds when they tell me things. I don't believe them in anything. I also don't believe 30 year olds <laughs> most of the time. I don't believe anybody. Yeah. But, I mean, do we really, I mean, the first family that had her, they did really drastic things. Yeah. And you would imagine that they would do these things for a reason. I mean, beforehand, did they ever exhibit any qualities of being eccentric or just 
weird ass people that's or the, so i'm going through because i'm going through this this is all about how she's adopted yeah i'm trying to find the original and they probably didn't get anything yeah because they're they're on trial or they're yeah, being they're hunted, hunted down hunted for down child right neglect for, yeah because <laughs> you didn't just okay you didn't go on you yeah. moved to a different country yeah. without your adopted kid. Ain't that a bitch? You adopt, you adopt a child from Ukraine. Yeah, uh, you're you're a good Samaritan. You find out that she's fucking thirty. Okay, so well, it, allegedly, allegedly. Let me see. Um. because uh, here we go. Another post and apparent joke. Aimed, uh, fuck her. Okay, I don't need it. <laughs> uh, Christine and Michael Barnett, which are the first ones, were experienced foster parents themselves when they decided to adopt Natalia yeah. in April 2010, yeah, yeah, yeah. believing she had been in the U.S. two years and was six years old. Uh, is this? No. Okay, that's still the man's. All right. Yeah, again, there, there's just not that much information on the Barnetts. They soon harbored doubts about her true age when they noticed she had pubic hair. Uh, what? Ugh. What? She was having... You know what? I shouldn't have... <laughs> that was bad on my end. <laughs> but she was supposed to be six, right? She was supposed to be six. Okay. Was having periods. What? And possessed a vocabulary way beyond her years. <laughs> Was it what's that what's that joke post? Oh, I was sitting with my six year old and then her head spun around and said democracy is just used <laughs> to blind the masses. <laughs> when Natalia began to suffer severe mental health problems, they sought the advice of experts who agreed she was likely far older than her birth certificate suggested. Okay. I actually how do you how do you determine someone's age if there's no birth or if you can't trust the birth certificates, I you guess know? you would see uh, fucking pubic hair would be a good sign. Uh, periods, periods would probably be a very good sign. You're not well. an infant, yeah. I, I, humans aren't really like trees. You can't cut them down and count the rings. Uh, I think I've heard just from like um, forensic forensics work, people look at the bones. Yeah, they look at I think teeth. Okay, okay, that okay. sort of thing. Yeah, but that's after the person is uh, <laughs> dead. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, she was also caught smoking several cigarettes. Ah! No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imagine she has she has this really deep voice, and then they catch her and like, oh, "Mama, Mama, are you I'm ready for Ukraine. school?" <laughs> <sighs> I hate kindergarten. Wasn't there a, a Simpsons episode where uh, they replace Bart with somebody that's older? Yes, yeah, it's like guy, an old Japanese yeah, an old man. Japanese man. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, oh, Kawabunga. Kawabunga. Yeah. And then he gets hit by a car or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was also my favorite on the opposite. We talked about this. Yeah. Where Grandpa Simpson uh, pretends to be 20 years old, yeah. but is actually six. <laughs> yeah. To fight in, the, World in World War, War One. Yeah, yeah. He's all like, Simpson, what are you doing here? It's, pa it's your nap time. It's your nap time. I don't wanna. And they pick him up and they put him away. Medical reports from 2012 state that Natalia had admitted to being at least 18 <laughs> and was perpetuating the age misconceptions in order to be treated as a child by parents and strangers. That's got to be a mental thing, right? Because I, I wouldn't want to be treated as a... I wouldn't want to be treated either. As a kid. I think like... Uh, well, think about it like this, man. If you can get away with being a kid 
and people will take care of you indefinitely because they think you're a child. You don't have to work. Yeah. You don't have to do it's e- it's an easy life. Yeah. And I guess you just got to be fucking psycho or have the utmost confidence to be able to pull that shit off right. for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, to think well or again, they alleged that she tried to kill him. Kill him, yeah. So that might come up later in a, in this yeah. um so they do a um uh, they do an emergency petition to get their to get the date of birth changed yeah uh the judge says sure in 2003 says sure uh you're no longer eight you're now 22 <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh christine barnett says that meant her adopted daughter could finally get the appropriate treated or treatment she needed as an adult which sure i guess yeah if you needed like psychiatric care, yeah, you could get that at 20, 22 years old. Yeah. Um, by then, she told DailyMail.com Natalia had attacked other kids. Oh my god! Poured bleach in her coffee uh. and threatened to stab family members and hide their bodies uh. in the backyard. Oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> she didn't creepy. want nap time. She didn't want nap time. <laughs> she didn't want. She didn't want, she didn't want no sippy cups. She didn't want no nap time. She wanted to stab, stab. <laughs> She was standing over people in the middle of the night. You couldn't go to sleep. We had to hide all the sharp objects. That's fucking creepy, Barnett dude. said in our exclusive interview, I saw her putting chemicals, bleach Windex, something like that, in my coffee, and I asked her, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to poison you. Fucking dropkick this bitch. I'm gonna kill you, bitch. Hunt her back to Ukraine. She's Chucky. (laughs) This is like Chucky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Red flags everywhere. She's holding the six. Aren't you a good kid? I'm gonna fucking kill you, you stupid bitch. (laughs) You dumb whore. That's the best scene in the first child's play. Oh, my God. (laughs) The media is painting me to be a child abuser, but there is no child here. here. Uh, Here's a picture of the mom, Christine Barnett. Oh, she looks fucking She looks fucked up, low-key. Yeah. Like, this can go, she looks either sad or one of those sociopathic parents yeah i can see it going either way yeah me too uh (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh that's what's not in dispute is that the barnett's packed up and left suburban indianapolis (laughs) summer 2013 (laughs) so jake the oldest of the three sons and a child prodigy with a form of autism could attend a prestigious physics institute in Ontario, Canada. Gotcha. So they it's not like they weren't running away from They weren't this running away. They just kid. they didn't just, give their actual child Yeah, they didn't a life. They didn't uh no renters yeah. protection <laughs> for this kid just left. The warranty expired. Yeah, you know, yeah. they couldn't Returner. Oh, it's like the very last scene of the second season of Atlanta. Yeah. Where have you seen that? No. Oh fuck. Yeah, watch Atlanta. They they all go on a plane and then one of the characters is knocking on the apartment like, Hey, yeah. let me in. <laughs> um Natalia stayed in Indiana, but they deny abandoning her, insisting they rented her an apartment <laughs> in Lafayette <laughs> and tried their best to keep in touch. <laughs> Again, as a 22-year-old, yeah. makes sense. As an 8-year-old here. 
<laughs> they were in her, You're uh, on your own now. Hey, they don't sound too crazy, man. They were just to me. They sounded like people that were convinced that this fucking insane person was actually an adult. Yeah, but I don't. Again, I don't know which side to take. I don't know what side. This is so strange. It's like it, it, those stories were like, oh, are these people crazy or is this person crazy? Yeah. I don't know. You decide. Yeah, but again, I guess the only thing is that the uh, the fucking the judge ruled. Yeah. Hey, I'm you're not you're 22 you're now. 22. So get a job. Get a job. I stop <laughs> stop standing over people with knives and pouring bleach into people's fucking coffee. What was her life? What do you think that her life was before she got into the system? Oh man, I don't know. Like life back in the in, in Ukraine, or like just... I don't know, because like, what did she live life as an eight year old this whole time, or was she a twenty? Like, did she? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't what know. What the fuck is this like? I don't know. We gotta we gotta sit down and figure her out and comb the. What's her name? Did they ever? Did they ever give the, the name to the uh, the twenty two year old Natalia? Uh, Natalia. Okay. I, Natalia, and then last name because she's a, since she's adopted. Yeah, I think that's like super fucked. Like my grandpa was adopted. Yeah, so like we don't actually know what kind of white we are. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Natalia stayed in. Oh, excuse me. Oh, but okay. <laughs> Dump the eight-year-old off, and we're gonna do our best to keep in touch with yeah. you. We'll call you once a week. We'll call you once a week. Let yeah. you know how you're doing. Or we'll send a care package. Send of a care Cheetos. package of Cheetos and and bleach so you can yeah. put in your coffee. Uh, crucially, they say the majority of the medical evidence concludes that Natalia was a grown-up at the time, not a child. <laughs> Prosecutors in Tippecanoe County say things very differently, however, accusing the couple of felony neglect by endangering the life or health of a dependent and denying her necessary support and an education. A probable cause uh, affidavit? Affidavit. Affidavit, thank you. Yeah. Obtained by DailyMail.com cites a series of bone density tests carried out on Natalia at the Peyton Manning Children's Hospital. <laughs> that, that's another this, bizarre this twist. hospital named after fucking yeah. Peyton Manning. <laughs> I mean, he probably visited so many dying kids. Yeah. And like, ah. We're going to name a hospital. <laughs> you think he visited Natalia? Yeah. He's all like, hello there, child. And she's all like, hello there, Peyton Manning. He's like, oh, bitch, you're 30. Yeah. And then he just Whoa, walked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. It's like when you think you have the flu, but then the cast of Avengers shows up. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first estimated she was approximately eight years old, while the second suggested she was 11. So either way, well within child abuse, yeah. child neglect yeah. territory. Yeah. And like if, if that's true, not just legally, but also ethically. Because like yeah. you could leave us... I mean, unless... Unless there's an issue with it, yeah, you can leave a 16 year old. You could to like f- hang out for a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I mean they could feed themselves. Yeah, it, they make themselves I a mean, PB and J or something. Hey, by 13, I was taking care of my grandpa. I knew how to cook several things. Yeah, so I could survive on my own for a while. Yeah, um, but eight is a little young. Eleven might be a little a young. A little young, yeah. You know? Oh, 2014 interview with Natalia who told a detective that her parents left her alone at the Lafayette apartment and she never saw them again. <laughs> what do you what do you think is a better story? The fact that she's she's actually a sociopath or she's six years old? 
I think the better story is the fact that she's actually a sociopath. That's the juicy. Yeah. That's the juicy story. Yeah. That's the shit that you uh you make movies about or you make Netflix documentaries. Yeah, about. yeah. Oh, like the act yeah. or something. Like the new Hulu biopic. Yeah. If I were her, I would have been like, okay, thanks, mom and dad. I mean, yeah. I got an apartment for free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm living it up here, and uh, I'd be looking for the next family to adopt me. <laughs> um. Here we go. Uh, that's when the Mans came in, the Bishop Mans. Yeah. Uh, they came into her life around 2013 to 2016, and became their caretakers. Yeah. Um. Do do do. March 2016 filing describes Natalia as an alleged incapacitated person, approximately 13 or 14 years of age, born September 4th. Year uncertain. And again, with adoption cases, that happens. Yeah. Because, again, my my grandpa doesn't know his actual... Or I think he does, but, like, it's kind of dicey. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, uh, it adds, Natalia Grace Barnett is unable to maintain and care for her financial affairs in person as she is actually a minor abandoned by her adoptive <laughs> parents. When Michael Barnett launched an objection, the Manses sought a hearing to invalidate the 2012 court decision court decision that re-aged Natalia and asked a new judge to restore her original birth date. Details the ensuing April 2016 proceedings are not publicly available in Natalia's guardian ad litem uh, blah 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 in defense some fucking attorney. Um, Yeah, and I think it's just kind of ending with them saying uh, she's living with the Manses now, the Bishop Mans, and uh, the original adoptive parents are just in uh, in jail. I think they're still waiting for a court hearing. Damn, that sucks. So... Uh, yeah, but I do think here. Wow. Okay, look at how short she is. Oh yeah, she's pretty short. Yeah, I mean that that is dwarfism. That is dwarfism. Um, <laughs> that was bad on my part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was walking in Mexico one time. Yeah. This is so fucked up. On like, I just didn't expect it. Yeah. You know the, how they have like beggars and shit. Yeah, yeah. One of them, it looked like just his entire bottom. Like he only had a torso and yeah, arms. Yeah. And just without thinking, I just looked at him and went, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. I've never seen half a person <laughs> yeah. before. And then five seconds later, I'm like, oh, I should have. <laughs> that looked really bad on my end. Well, sometimes you have those reactions to people. Like, you're you're used to seeing people in a specific way. And then yeah. when you see a person that doesn't look like all the other people that you're used to, you just it's it's instinctual. It's like, whoa. But yeah. you're not a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are, but you're yeah, not. Not because of that. Not because of that. Um, you think I can get a judge to reverse my age to re-age me? To I don't really like being 26. I want to go back to being 22. Yeah. And then just uh, have that happen. Re- reboot. Just take four years off of my life. No, no. Add. Wait, how would that work? I would I would take four years. Well, you're the trans age person yes. here. So, so you tell me. I guess, like, I would just want the judge to be like, hey, man, like, you're 22 now. Why do you want to be 22? I don't know. Because 20, I was dumb. 22, I think I could go back and have some sort of, my faculties are in check and be like, okay, take everything that you know now and just go forward and be better. But then you're still 26. Okay, then I just, just go back 22. to eight, get, fucking re-age me to 16. Yeah. I'll have a... a oh, I would. I thought about that. A sweet 16... Pop and party, and then I'll just be the smartest 
not even the most successful 16 year old uh, yeah i think i wish do you I ever, wish after we die we get new game plus we new game plus yeah where i have everything everything yeah all of your equipment all of the skills that you have and then everything is just you're oh, so op everything's just easy yeah yeah but I have thought about that, yeah, going back with, like, oh, let me start over, but with everything that I know With everything now. I know, exactly, which is kind of a toxic mentality. It is, yeah. If you dwell on it too much. If you much. dwell on it too much, you got, you got to move forward. That's how incels get started. Yeah, dude. I fucking, there was a an Ask Reddit thing. It was, like, teachers of Reddit who've gone to your, um, who've gone to your high school's fucking 10-year reunion yeah. or whatever. What is the biggest changes individual changes you've seen uh my personal favorite before we go into this one is someone wrote my dumb fucks we graduated in like 2013 or whatever yeah or no they graduated in 2001 my dumb fucks of a class tried doing the 10-year reunion in 2009 (laughs) or whatever (laughs) like just completely missed it all those people failed math (laughs) yeah but there was one someone, it, and a lot. You got a lot of answers that weren't teachers, yeah. but just people. One pretty religious guy in high school, but like built like yeah, um, athlete and everything. And all the girls wanted to have sex with him, but since he wasn't religious, he uh fucking like didn't have yeah. sex with since anyone. He was religious since he was religious, yeah, yeah. and then after he graduated, moved on on his own, became atheist. Gained a whole bunch of weight, turned into Dragon Ball, like started loving Dragon Ball Z and everything. (laughs) And then he would try to go back to the women that had wanted him originally. Yeah. But his entire mentality and physical form had changed. Had changed, yeah. So they didn't want to date him or anything. So he showed up to the reunion with a shirt that said fuck you on it. Oh my and god. And would go around to the now married women and just smirk at them. And 40 minutes into the reunion, he got cre- he uh, got kicked out for creeping everyone out. Wow. Yeah. That's damn, dude. It's nuts, isn't it's it? It's nuts. And that's how people change uh through the years. I think my fucking uh, Is your tenure coming up? 2021 is going to be my tenure uh that Ooh, is coming up. It is coming up. Oh, my Mine's God. Mine's 2023. We had a five-year one, I think, last year. Did you go? Yeah, because it was so small. And my best friends, yeah. who I see like every week, were doing So that was just going to be the hangout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just went to downtown Fullerton. Can't remember the spot, but kind of like if you've ever been to Golden Road. Yeah, yeah. Like a kind of an outside nice brewery. Yeah. And then just bar crawled. Through downtown Fullerton with eight of us, ten of us. Yeah. Uh, just pretty close friends, getting drunk, yeah. and then we went home, and that was nice. That's like a good time? Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Um, And since it was five year, we didn't have anything to prove. Yeah. You know? Uh, man, I don't, if, I don't know if I'm going to go to mine. I don't really talk to anybody that I went to high school with. They all sort of, I s- stopped talking to them, and then I had... I had these really petty fallouts with people. Yeah. Where like, I was just friends with these with people who were just sort of sensitive. Yeah. And we were all we were all sensitive and we were all lame in our ways and trying to figure each other out, but like we just I just stopped talking to people. Yeah. And to this day I'm all like, how did that happen? <coughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Cuz I figured like there were some people that I wanted to stay in touch with, but I just didn't. 
I mean, if you like, you should still just. Yeah, check they're in. they're always there. Yeah, you can I, always send a message. Yeah, I think. Oh, I mean, that's why, fucking Facebook and yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I think I was thinking about one of my old friends who lives in New York right now. So I was probably gonna message him and say, "Hey, if you get back to on Christmas, yeah, let's like hang out. Let's now. hang out." Especially because he was he was one of the cool guys, so now I can show him I'm cool now. Yeah, <laughs> and be like, I work at iHeartMedia. <laughs> I live in North Hollywood. Woo! I'm Dick I live Bird. in Sherman Oaks, Sherman not Oaks. North Hollywood. Well, you can just lie and yeah, say that's North true. Hollywood. That's a it's Hollywood, dude. It's like people be like, "Oh, you live in Hollywood? Yeah, but yeah. it's North Hollywood." Yeah. People don't know that. That's just the fucking. What is that place, man? It's just like the sub. It's very suburban. North Hollywood. It's like it looks very. It looks like some places in Orange County. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Also, pretty rundown. So they're pretty trying to gentrify down, it right yeah. now, which is why <laughs> they need young light skin. They need you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they need young minority looking people like you. Well, I mean, but not scary minority. Not scary minority. Well, I'm pretty light skinned, yeah. you know. It'd be like, oh, you're a you're Mexican. Yeah, you, yeah. You got some white in you. You're not threatening. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow, that's that took a weird turn. It did take a weird I, turn. I didn't. I took it there. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. What the fuck? Go get. Go live in a an apartment by yourself in Lafayette. <laughs> and then die. And then die. <laughs> because my family <laughs> abandoned me. Yeah. Uh, we have a message. Ah. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, do you want to talk for a second? Cause I shall talk. Well, what time are we at right now? We are now? at 52 minutes. So oh, we're, shit. We're near the end there. Yeah, so we could do we this. Uh, this could be it, and then that's it, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah we'll see what this goes. Because it's a pretty long message. I saw, dude. Somebody yeah. sent you a novel. Yeah, it sent me a novel. But, you know, I'm I'm interested in it. Uh, from John. John? Good. Yeah, good, good guy. What's up, John? First of all, I never respond to him. Because I just don't go on social media that much, yeah. so I should probably respond. You should probably respond to him. John yeah. probably thinks that you hate him. Yeah, he probably does. Probably no, but does. I don't. I just—it's that thing. I don't. I just don't go on Instagram yeah. or anything anymore. John Victor hates you because you just did something. <laughs> it's not because. Yeah, just just know that. I've known this guy for a long ass time, and you've too. hated him yeah. ever since. <laughs> <laughs> All that time. That's not true. <laughs> uh, First off, Sticks and Stones is great, but I agree, not his greatest work. Yeah. yeah. It's not his worst. It's not his worst. Probably the probably the one before this was. Oh, you see, I completely disagree with that. Birdman? Yeah, that's the bird revelation. Yeah. Bird, um bird and revelation. I think that's his best. Yeah. Because it's uh that's a very comedian. That's a comics yeah. stand up. That special had way a lot of people with Six and Stones, it was just sort of Dave Chappelle uh, talking, mm-hmm. just sort of pontificating and saying like what's on his mind and stuff. I feel like Bird, the Bird Revelation was more that than Six and Stones. Six uh, yeah. and Stones had actual like jokes, and they yeah. were he, there were times where he would go on and say what he actually meant, but then there was a joke at the end of that thought. Yeah, the Bird Revelation just ends with him talking about fucking um yeah that book, and I'm and I was fine with I that. was fine with that too. Uh, also, Hitler's dog gossip and trickery is better than any of his last three. Norm Macdonald is the greatest living comedian, and Chappelle is a solid second. You know this because Norm don't have to poke the PC bear to get a massive reaction. I agree. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with that, but I see where he's saying. Norm Macdonald doesn't have to poke the PC bear. I, I guess what because like Chappelle kind of 
it's called Sticks and Stones yeah, yeah, because yeah. he is trying to get a he rise, out of, get a rise out of people. And we talked about this last time. Yeah. Norm MacDonald, I like him. I don't I've never seen one of his actual stand up. He specials. Norm MacDonald does not give a fuck. Oh no, he doesn't. He will say whatever and do whatever and just be like, huh? What are you what are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't say that. What, what, what? <laughs> like he is just so fucking his I, yeah. his show, Norm MacDonald has a show. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever sit down and just watch it, but it's a really good I need to work on my computer and this is pretty entertaining. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Have you seen any of it? I've seen some clips of it on the YouTubes. The tricks he plays on David Spade in the first one is really funny. Because <laughs> he says, uh, all right, we're going to go to on commercial break. And David Spade goes like, wait, this is Netflix. What is... <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him. Nobody in that room knows what's going on yeah. except Norm MacDonald. I like how he says something like outrageous. And he's just like, huh? What do you think about that? And he just smiles <laughs> in the person's face. Yes. And the person's just like, I don't know, Norm. <laughs> I guess I have to address this. Um, so now I'm going to bitch about the first It remake. I haven't seen the second one because the only clown I'm watching this fall is the Joker movie. Gamers and Joaquin Phoenix fans rise up. Did you? Is that true? Do you need? Is there a no single thing? Maybe Have you heard that? A no single. Thing. Let me see. Joker. You're not allowed to watch that movie by yourself. Single. I. That's. I could have sworn. Are they afraid they're gonna shoot that place up? What S the fuck? Singles policy. Let's look that up. <laughs> okay, Forbes.com. The pointless pre-panic surrounding Joker. Um. Uh, you know what? This is more opinion. Let me see. Cinemas to enact strict no singles policy to new Joker movie? That is so oh, fuck, weird. No, but I don't even know. Is this real? If I, this is real, I th that's so ridiculous. Why? Uh, what it might be, it might be people are just calling for it. Yeah. Because I heard. Uh, sorry. Give me one second. For sure. I don't. I don't get it. I'm against that rule. How are you gonna ban somebody from? Watching a movie by themselves. Why? Be what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of that they're going to shoot the place up? Uh, That's not the fucking movie's fault. Yeah, give me... Give Jesus me Christ, man. Second. You can't blame the fucking... You can't blame video games. You can't blame movies for shit that is... Y y don't blame the art, dude. The art isn't doing it. The art is responding to it and addressing it. I, All right? You got to blame the people. You got to blame the fucking policies. Okay, yeah, I can't. Okay, here's the thing. I I saw it, and I have no idea if like it's true. I I think it might have been a joke or something yeah. that someone brought up, but I know a major internet like news site did it, and they might have redacted that entire thing. Gotcha. As, but whatever. Um, yeah, because people are saying that movie is very uh, it's violent and it it sort of well, romanticizes. We we live Mass in a society. Killers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society where. Oh, that's just, yeah. <laughs> Are you not familiar with the Gamers Rise Up? No, I'm not. That went <laughs> over my head. I'm went, so sorry. Boom. Because it's, it's. I thought you were doing like those uh those trailer voices. We, we live, live in, in a society. society. Well, that's where it comes from. Oh, okay, gotcha. Where it's like these people who. There are people who romanticize the Joker yeah. for, like, pointing out the flaws in society, yeah. quote-unquote. 
but gamers rise up are like clowning on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where ever like all of those things, it's like we live in a a serious one is we live in a society where it's cool for a soldier to get killed, but not a child. Yeah. Think about that. And it's meant to be deep. <laughs> yeah. But like the jokes are we live in a society and then there's just a picture <laughs> of Joker there. <laughs> um, a big problem that is that. Oh, and he's talking about it. A big problem is that it hollowed out the losers. The first film at least put an effort into establishing why each kid was a loser. I watched the new one with a group of girls and I asked one of them who had never read the book or watched the old version what each loser's issue was. She could only remember Bill's stutter, Ben's fat ass, and Eddie's mother. <laughs> yeah. The anti-Semitic background against Jewish Stan, the segregationism against Mike, Richie's ADHD, etc., were all either underdeveloped or completely ignored. And you know what? I didn't know that was a problem until I tried explaining some of this stuff last yeah. week or two weeks ago yeah. when I said there was a point where I just gave up yeah. on trying to remember who remember, was who. Because you were like, oh, he's just a woman. 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 Black. Black. Uh, and then random person who's probably going to get killed off. Yeah. Who did in it the did. second yeah, movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, the red coat. The red, red shirt. Yeah, yeah. Then there's my own personal preference, which is Tim Curry. Uh, what did you... Yeah, I, I'll read this and then ask what you think about for this. Sure. Skarsgård is the wrong type of Pennywise. I'm not going to blame him for it because Curry had already done the best Pennywise. And he couldn't copy it. He's basically in the position of Jared Leto after Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, yeah fair enough. So it's forgivable that he had to go the wrong route but it completely ruins the tone pennywise isn't supposed to be a deranged serial killer monster that's what made tim curry's performance great he was cogent clear and witty skarsgård comes off as an alien monster who doesn't understand this planet curry rightly gave a sense that he was ancient knowledgeable and from beyond this world but not alien to it the color palette bugs me it's dark and dreary the town of whatever um the point of the story is evil hidden also i also have problems with it and steve king in general it's one note bleak shallow writing and king has an unforgivable comfort with child orgies in the sewer uh so thank you john yeah i know i skimmed through yeah. part of it but like that was i, I see, mean i didn't i didn't have a problem with the color i see what he's saying with the uh with it being the i guess the portrayal of it in these uh second movies i think once you adapt something from once you adapt a, a book and make it into a movie, yeah. um, you can change whatever the fuck you want because it's a different medium. And you got to present – whoever's adapting it is, has fair grounds on how to how to do it. Yeah. Um, I think Glitchy, I when I first saw the first movie yeah. a couple years ago, Glitchy was the term that my friend used for Pennywise. Yeah. And I think that's the perfect – what do you mean by Phrase. glitchy? Like you know, like you, you like a video game glitch oh, yeah, he or was something. Just like, yeah, like, where you he's trying to contain himself, but he just can't. Yeah, I think when he's talking about not being alien to it. Yeah, spoilers for the second it, the girl under the bleachers. I think that he fucking nailed it there though. Yeah, because he knew exactly how to draw how her. How to draw her in in the way. And that was very similar to the sewer, the kid dying in the sewer yeah. in the first movie. Yeah. Or was it Georgie's? Yeah, Georgie's Georgie, death yeah. in the first movie. Um, 
Cont- I think I cut you off. I but he was talking about how it is an ancient being and how he understands this and how that's not portrayed in the uh, in the the first and the, the second movie. Yeah, and I think. If you were just going to make the first movie yeah. and just have that be a standalone movie, then Pennywise is great. Like his yeah. portrayal is amazing. But once you get into the second movie <laughs> and you get into all that lore and you find out that he came to this planet on a meteor and he's been terrorizing this fucking town for for I guess decades, maybe a century. Yeah. And how the fucking Native Americans know about him, then I can see like, oh yeah, then you need to sort of have a moment with Pennywise where he's like, yeah, man, I'm an eternal being and I'm fucking, I'm not just a, a, a simple horror movie antagonist. Yeah. I am this cosmic thing. Yeah. I, um, yeah, when it comes to, I didn't have a problem really with it. I, yeah. I didn't have a problem with Skarsgård per I didn't have a problem either, yeah. With either, like, with either movie, really. Yeah. I had some issues with how they edited him. Yeah. Like, that dancing scene, do, I really don't like. The one from the first one? From the first where he's movie. All like, yeah, he's only... the one where they put, like, yeah. um, Ocean Man to it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But um, I saw, because once, after the first kill, like, you notice... He's most glitchy right before he's gonna kill someone. Yeah. Or like when it's the first kill of the movie. Yeah. Um, but as it goes on, he becomes more confident and not closer to Curry. Yeah. And I'm talking especially in the second movie because yeah. he had already feasted on a couple people by the time she he got to the girl under the bleacher. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw him get just getting more. He just was hungry. Yeah. And that's how I always saw it. Um, also, kids having sex in the sewers. Never forget, uh, Stephen King was high on coke and heroin yeah. and barely remembers writing it. Yeah. So there's a couple books, and he doesn't know how to write an ending. Yeah. Like, flat out. <laughs> but there are a couple books where he just woke up and is like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm I just a, sent I that just to my publisher. <laughs> yeah, or, no, oh, fuck. This has been published. I have a book signing today. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to live that life. Just get be completely strung out, write these really fucked up books, and then make millions of dollars afterwards. I think he also has massive depression. Yeah, you see, he was in his darkest place when he wrote the original it. Yeah, when, or when he wrote it. When he wrote it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I, good, good email or good message. Good message. Yeah, and pretty good. Yeah, I see where he finds the issues. Yeah. I just. Don't necessarily agree. Oh, and ain't not I don't even think, agree. I don't really think it needs to be like I'm a cosmic being. Ah. Yeah, I think it's just like I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, come it, here. And that's I think with Tim Curry, there's a few. Like I think his scenes probably in general are probably better. Yeah, but also, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just a different it's a different take different on it. Different take. I'm sure 20 or 30 years from now they're going to reboot it, try again. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean cuz 30 years that hey, man, this no, comes out every, every 27 Every years. 27 years, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um That's I think that's it. What time is it? That's it. We are at an hour and 6 minutos. <laughs> so many points during this podcast episode. <laughs> We've been like 
I think we're done. I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah, like, then we I have nothing else, else to say. No, nothing else. I, I have something to say. Yeah. It's very important. Um, I need to pee. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to announce something. No, I have nothing to announce. All right. Cool. I guess I, uh, watch watch my YouTube shit. Yeah. I post weekly, and I'm going to try and keep that up, so watch that. Uh, I'll say this. Um, listen to the Daily Dive podcast on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Uh, that's the show I produce. We've been in the top 100 most listened to. I think we peaked out at number 29th most listened to podcast. Oh, shit. So um, I would say, I would recommend you listen to it, but you probably already are. Yeah. So, <laughs> And if you want if you want to see us in person, uh, go to the library in Long Beach. Yeah. Or go to any other open mic here. I haven't in been Long there lately. Long Beach. If you want to see Victor if you want to person, see Daniel go to iHeart. Yeah, go to iHeart and just stalk him. Or hopefully, in a couple of weeks, go to Los Angeles open mics. Yeah, go to Los Angeles open mics, and you'll see him there. He'll sign your titties. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we have announcements coming soon, like soon. very soon. I very soon. Think we need to talk about that. After we you will. Take a yes, piss. we shall. But uh, yeah, that was a lot of rambling for nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, at Victor Wright four three eight on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, at Daniel Farius four 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 on Instagram. And um, at D. E. Farius oh, if you have Twitter. emails, we will still take. We'll them. still take them and read them. I checked. I will check every other week because most of the time there aren't any. But it's adventure w v a d at gmail dot com. That is adventure w v as in Victor a d as in Daniel at gmail dot com. There you go. Uh, it's an adventure. We'll see you guys later. Bye.